1: Welcome back 877-474-3302. Uh Marsha is on vacation today. She is in Miami, I believe. Uh and she'll be back on the show next week as we both will and I'll have a lot to talk about next week because I'll be attending E3. So for your gamers uh who love gaming, I'll uh, have a lot to talk about next weekend. Uh, Bob Levitis, Dr. Mack is subbing with me today and co-hosting and Bob, thank you so much. Uh and I want to introduce our guest. Uh this is uh, we we talk a lot about on the show social media uh, Marsha collier is the queen of social media she is one of the 25 most powerful women on twitter she lectures she talks she does all of this i'm sorry marcia's not here today to chime in but um, what i want to talk about amanda strong who has just written a brand new book which is talking about you know both sides of social media is it good is it bad is it ugly and the book is called with just one click and i'd like to welcome amanda how are you
2: hi i'm great thank you so much for having me on mark
1: it's my pleasure say hello to bob levitas are you a mac or a pc person amanda
2: i'm actually a mac
1: okay. i hope
2: that's okay Yay. Well, no. yeah. hi bob how are
1: you i'm good how are you <laughs> no, good okay. uh, so tell us a little bit first of all I, I know the book is about social media about uh you know is are there evils we, we all know that social media involves a good side and a bad side what is your take on this
2: my take is I feel like Facebook is a tool, and um, I feel like it 's a tool for people to go on and there's always um, going to be people that um, are on there in moderation, but also they do a lot of people do um, go on there excessively and it can be a tool um, for um, cheating and all of that, but I think that it, it depends on the person and um, not so much Facebook. I think Facebook is there, but it all depends on. The individual person who's actually decided to um, become a, a user on Facebook, and then from there on, use it um, on, in their daily life.
1: You know, I just saw a statistic. I think this is accurate. Uh, Facebook now has 700 million users.
2: That it sounds correct. Yes, um, the last time I said it, I thought it was above 500, so 700 probably sounds right. Yes.
1: I mean, remarkable. So, what do you tell? Parents, for example, who worry about their, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be Facebook, but you know, kind of any social media site where you worry that your kid is talking to who they think is a 14 year old chatting when it turns out it's to be a, maybe a 40 year old pedophile. I, what are the dangers? What do you do about it?
2: I think you have to be diligent and you have to be you have to be proactive about that. You have to um, be cautious and make sure you keep an eye on your children and see what see what they're doing and go on their profile if you have to and you know ask them you know who are your friends? and I think you have to be very proactive because Facebook isn't going to do that for you. so you, you need to do that. So I would say the the best bet for for a parent nowadays is to really get in there, talk with your child, and really, if you have to, look at their computer and, and find out what they're doing. And um, I really think proactive, being proactive is the best bet for any parent nowadays, especially in this whole market of social networking. You really have to be careful.
1: Well, I think that's true, and, I, and we talk about a lot on the show, you know, how do you protect your children from this? And, and I think as parents you have to do exactly what you said, monitor their computer use put a computer in a location where you as a parent can get to it. You know, don't don't allow your 14-year-old to be behind a closed door using a computer. Being on a Facebook or being, being on a social media site where they can interact with people that you don't necessarily want them to do that with, and I think it can be dangerous. Now, in, in terms of Facebook, which is the number one social media site, I guess, uh, what about privacy settings? What do you recommend on there? What do you tell people to do?
2: Well, I really think that you should, when you sign up, when you confirm and you, you sign up for your Facebook account, you go right to your privacy settings and you see what you, want, what you feel comfortable with. Um, if you feel comfortable with just your friends seeing your pictures and your posts, then sign up for that. Click that button. If you, if you're, uh, more, you, know, if you feel comfortable with other people, friends of friends, looking at your, your pictures and um, posts, then do that. But all, but the basic, the basic advice I can give anybody is make sure you think about what you do before you actually click that button, because you can open yourself up to other friends looking at your page and your picture is falling in somebody else's hands that you didn't even know would would otherwise see your picture. Um, so you really have to think about what you, what most you feel comfortable with. And then do that. And it, it really is Facebook. Really comes down to privacy. It's not really private, so you really have to be diligent in finding those privacy settings that are comfortable for you, and and making sure that they're set on your computer so that you know that you know who's looking at your your pictures and your posts.
1: You know, for me, I don't. I treat facebook is more of a interactive way of socializing with people i know i get a lot of requests from people i don't know some because of the radio show or for various sundry other reasons and i just don't accept friend requests from people i don't know and where do you take you know what do you tell your readers what do they do should they take everybody should they does it matter
2: um the book really centers around that confirming a friend um, you know with just one click with just one click you 're going to confirm or you 're going to ignore this friend request and I think that 's the key to the whole entire um, picture of Facebook because if you you really have to feel comfortable allowing that person into your life because you really are allowing that person to be a friend and I think people sometimes take that friend status a little bit loosely and they just go ahead and, you know, they accept all these friends and they think it's great, 500, 600, 700 friends, but mm-hmm. you really have to be careful because, um, like I said, pictures and posts are seen, your, your pictures and posts are seen by these friends, and uh, friends nowadays is not what it used to be 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So um, that, that term friends is definitely a very loose um, subject matter that you really have to uh, be careful with.
1: Uh Bob, where do you come down on the whole social media thing, and are you on Facebook?
3: I am on Facebook, and I, <clears throat> I think of it as promotional, and mm-hmm. so I tend to accept all requests for me, but I don't put personal stuff in, on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, I put pictures of stuff that I don't care if everybody sees.
1: Right. Right. Well, we don't want to see... Some, I've seen some of your pictures, Bob. I don't think we really want to look at your pictures. Some of
3: them are scary.
1: <laughs> I, I've seen that. Uh, and what do you... Now, you Bob, you have kids. Yeah. What do you tell your kids, and how do you... They're too old to
3: tell can? anything. The yeah. youngest is 19.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's tough. That, but I when, used
3: to tell them that the deal is you can use your computer to do whatever you want, but I have the key, and I'm going to come and look at your history. Uh-huh. And I'm going to, you know, be... I, I know what you do. Right. Right. So basically, they were told from the start, nobody's going to stand over your shoulder, but we have the right to walk in and check at any time, and don't think you can outsmart Dr. Mac.
1: <laughs> because you've installed a keystroke
4: program. Well, yeah, all you of know, yeah. Oh,
3: so you know how to delete your history, trust me. Yeah, well, I know how to get it before you delete it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and- so my kids, my kids were functioning on the assumption that I knew everything they did, and you know what? After a while, I didn't really have to check very much, because the truth was they policed themselves. They knew what was right and what was wrong, and they pretty much didn't want to get yelled at for going the wrong place. So they did it when they were at their friend's houses.
1: And uh, Amanda, what do you think about using, say, a keystroke program?
2: You know, I, I think that's good. I mean, I'm not really totally familiar with that, so I don't want to, you know... Well, basically, all,
1: yeah, it just tracks everything. You, you can follow whatever... Every time you hit a key on your computer, it stores it in a file, and if you're smart enough, like Bob is, to look into the computer, you can find wherever they've been and whoever they've talked to. Oh, oh it's way with. better
3: than that on the Mac, though. There's parental controls that let you log whatever you want. Right. And oh. you can hide the logs so that the kids can't get to them.
2: Oh well that I am a Mac person so I might have to look yeah. into that but I actually I agree with that I think I'm I'm all for that um like I said to, nowadays today is so different from you know years ago and this is a whole new world of you know social networking and and there aren't many rules so you really have to like I said as a parent if you're a parent um you know you have to check on your kids it's it's hard, horrible to say check up on them but you know it's just a different world out there and you really don't know who's ac- you know has access to your children nowadays so you really have to be careful and i i i would i'm definitely um a, uh i'm very i would definitely agree with that Keystroke program
1: yeah you know it's funny i finally uh withdrew the gps tracking device that i installed in my daughter's arm when she was born and you know i finally said okay i guess she's old enough now we're i don't have to follow her every place but uh, but we do you know as parents we worry about what our kids are doing and how do we protect them and and it, and it gets a little frightening so t- tell us what else we know and we will learn in the book
2: um well my book really centers like i said about confirming a friend and that whole clicking clicking on the confirm or ignore on. Um, uh Part of the part of the Facebook error, but um, it also deals with a lot of relationships and friendship status like um, dealing with um, ex boyfriends and all of the relationship statuses that happen on Facebook and the world of is Facebook a tool for um, allowing people to cheat is it just an easy access way so um, it deals with relationships um, three you know three relationships and it really um, it really opens up um, a lot of the universal stories that are happening, like people getting friended by ex-boyfriends or people going on Facebook because they're looking for something more. They're a little lost, and they find somebody on Facebook, but they happen to be married. And so, um, like nowadays, um, I just read a survey, one in five um, divorces, they cite Facebook as one one of the reasons why they're getting a divorce. So I touch upon a lot of those different relationship aspects that I think a lot of people nowadays can relate to um, across the country and the world. Because, like I said, this, this Facebook and social networking, social media is definitely a world with, with not many rules. So that's why um, you, uh, I wanted to really take a look at more in-depth in the friendships and relationship statuses of many of the Facebook users.
1: Uh, uh, can you hang with us? Because we have to take a break. Okay, great. Stay with us. And and I want to get your take on social media. You know, how do you use it effectively in promoting your book and promoting what you do in your life? And do you think it's a good or a bad thing? I know Marcia's got some very strong opinions on social media. And uh, we want to find out what you have on there. And it's Amanda Strong with her new book, With Just One Click. Uh, Talking all about the uh, dangers of Facebook and uh, other social media. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in Internet Talk.
0: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
5: If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 800- 833 Zero one one one.
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And if you'd like to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. Bob Levitas, Dr. Max sitting in with us today, Marsha Collier on vacation. We'll be back on Saturday. And we're talking to Amanda Strong, author of the new book, uh, With Just One Click, Warning uh, the Dangers of uh, Social Media and Facebook. So, Amanda, first of all, before we forget, tell us where you can get your book.
2: Um, You can get it on Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, you know, all the mainstream .com um, bookstores. But Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And I also have a Kindle and Nook version, too, for anybody who's interested in that.
1: Which would be me. I love reading on my (laughs) iPad. Uh, And the Kindle, actually. I also have a Kindle as well. Uh, So, all right, let's talk a little bit about social media. Do you think this is a good thing? Can you make money using social media? Do you think you have to be careful? What's your take on that?
2: Um, Well... Basically, I well, I set up a page for myself when I when I started publicizing this book, and I think you really, I think it's a great tool for people to promote themselves or promote their businesses. I think you have to um, be careful and make sure you you know you set your page up and you understand what it is and what it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I, I definitely have set up a page, and I think it's a great tool to promote um, anything that you think. Yeah. A- any business or, or, or book or anything, um, and you also get you get your name out there and you meet people, and it's um, it's a tool that's never really you know years ago you wouldn't be able to to get your name out as fast as you can now. Um, a friend can tell a friend, um, and then it just it kind of spirals into um, other people knowing about you. So I think it's a great tool, especially. Or, um someone who's promoting something, or someone who wants to get a message out um, to a uh, to a larger audience.
1: Yeah, and I think it's worth. Bob, uh, you as you talked about, use social media I, to an extent for your business, and have you found it successful?
3: It's hard to tell. You know, I don't really track uh, media. So, and I do radio, and I do social media and i do user group tours and and bookstores and i have no idea i, I think it all works together mm-hmm. i think that as, as a freelancer and, a, and an author uh, you have to make your own sunshine you know you have to go out and make your own noise so i just um <clears throat> i try to you know do a little twitter and a little facebook every now and then and uh yeah, it can't hurt. That's no, what I figure. No,
1: certainly can In fact, uh, Amanda, do you have a Twitter page?
2: I do, yes. And I do. It's, it? a, it's Amanda Strong. Amanda Strong.
1: Uh, how'd you come up with that name? That's a clever <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's underscore uh, underscore. Someone already has Amanda Strong, but ah. you, you can find me.
1: Okay, Amanda. <laughs> no, go ahead. You said it was underscore? Amanda underscore? <laughs>
2: underscore, Amanda underscore, strong underscore. I know it's very... Convoluted, but
1: that's my yes. All right, but we'll on find you. And Bob, what's
3: your Twitter page? <laughs> Mine's Levitus because nobody else wanted it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're Mark and Marcia, so you know who knows. Uh, all right. Well, Amanda, we we thank you so much for being with us again. The the book is available at Amazon, at uh, you said Barnes and Noble on the electronic editions and such. And when was the book released?
2: Um, it was released, and it came out to the general public in May.
1: Oh, terrific. Well, we wish you great success with the book and hopefully have you back in the future on uh, book number two. Bob's on book number
2: 59. Oh, wow. I Uh, hope to be there someday.
1: Yeah, there you go. Well, good luck. Hey, thank you, Amanda. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much. Have Take a great care. afternoon.
1: You bye too. Bye bye. Um, anyway, okay, so, let, uh, just, I just want to go back for a second for the, uh, the case review. For those of us who do want to have, uh, don't mind the little extra carry space, uh, or, you know, carry weight and thickness that it adds to your phone, I have to say that, uh, that both the Mofi and the, um, PowerSkin work really well. You know, the thing I like, Bob, about these, uh, chargers are, uh, or is that you can plug it in and it charges both your iPhone and your case at the same time
3: yes and they're intelligent in the way they discharge so what happens is the battery empties itself first right so you can jettison the battery halfway through the day and have a full phone right and i exactly. love that that's a great that's a great thing
1: yeah i think i work I, I i love that feature because i you know i get to the point where i realize oh shoot you know I'm, I'm i'm on my way out to dinner i haven't had a chance to recharge the phone so i flip this thing on and it and it you know, they say doubles life. I don't know if it did exactly doubles it, but I think it gives you a good eight hours on top of what you get with your normal charge.
3: Yeah, I think I think the, uh, what are those? Those are 1,800 milliamp or 2,000 milliamp uh, or 1,200?
1: You know, I'm trying to remember. I, I I don't remember off the top of my head right now.
3: I, I remember the old Mophie. I, I always considered it a spare battery, so I figured it was close to... Equal the time of a iPhone 3GS, mm-hmm.
1: and they run and they make them not only for the iPhones. The you know backup battery cases are made for all kinds of different phones if you want one. And uh, but the two I, I really like again PowerSkin and Mophie. So I think those are uh, two you should take a look at if you don't mind again the little bit of extra thickness. And I have to say it until I hold an iPhone in a friend of mine's iPhone in my hand while I'm holding this, I don't notice how thin it is. And then I go oh. It really is a lot thinner when we don't have the case attached to it. Uh, and they typically run in the $80 price range, $79 price range, so uh, those are kind of interesting. Uh, okay, let's talk movies a little bit, Bob. Uh, you Are you a movie guy? I am. Okay, so uh, I'm going to talk DVDs in a second. Anything you've seen recently that you enjoyed?
3: I was surprised at how much I like Thor. Yeah,
1: gosh, I just saw it last weekend.
3: I saw it in 3D in philadelphia oh how was it in 3d it was good in 3d because it was understated and and to me that's the way that that 3d technology works best Mm -hmm. when it's not trying to throw stuff in your face every two seconds
1: right exactly uh and do you have a 3d tv i don't and nor do i Uh, In fact, uh, my business partner just is getting one delivered to him tomorrow, so I'll be curious to see where that goes. But he didn't buy it for the 3D. He simply bought it because he wanted a new TV, and it came with 3D.
3: That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to replace my living room TV next year or this year, and I will replace it with probably an inexpensive 3D TV, not because it's 3D, but because there uh, are some great deals right now.
1: You know, it tells you, and I don't know how knowledgeable or how much you're following the 3D phenomenon, and and to me, when they get rid of glasses, which they claim they'll be able to do, that becomes more appealing to me. I know that the, um, I don't know if you've had a chance to see Nintendo's new 3D gaming system. Yeah, it's really quite good.
3: Yes, and I think that we'll have technology without glasses for TVs, but I don't think that it'll be ready in time for me to replace the TV I need to replace this year.
1: I think we're, what they say, three to five years away from seeing a uh, 3D TV that does come with without having to wear the glasses. And I have also said this before, uh, that, you know, we have people over all the time. We have, you know... Parties and fifteen, twenty. 20 the
3: glasses.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm not. I mean I, I don't You're love You're not those buying people.
3: fourteen pairs of active right. shutter glasses at a hundred or two hundred bucks a pop.
1: You bet. I don't really like the people that come to my house all that much. You know, frankly, there's three or four of them I like, and I'm I'm willing to pop for the glasses, but not for all twenty-five of them. So you know, I I think that's an issue. But it's funny you said Thor because that was my the, the last movie I actually saw in a theater, and uh, I enjoyed it too. Thought it was good. And I will tell you, I didn't do this, and I don't want to give anything away, so I'm only going to tell you this: Did you stay for the? Oh, full of course! Print? Well, I didn't. It's a
3: Marvel. It's a Marvel Comics movie. I should have done it. You stay till yeah. the lights come up.
1: I didn't. You know, we were we had a bunch of people we were meeting. We we're all going to different movies, so we kind of cut out, which I never do. And then I found out later <laughs> that there is something that you should see at the very end, and I don't want to talk about what it is if you haven't seen the film. But uh, do that if you go see Thor. Stay for the whole thing.
3: Yeah, if you go see any of those, you know, Iron Man, Iron Man Two. I think Spider Man had it. Um, it's kind of a a tradition with those Marvel uh, Studios movies.
1: Yeah, that's kind of interesting, and I'm going to have to remember that about Marvel. And, and <laughs> you, as you say that, I do kind of remember that now, but unfortunately the time I didn't. Uh, all right, so let's talk about a, a couple of DVDs. This is funny, Wait, Bob, before
3: you do DVDs, I yeah. saw another movie more recently than that. Oh, what would you see? I saw Bridesmaids.
1: Oh, you know, what did you think? I loved it. Yeah, it's getting it's good
3: disgusting, reviews. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's hysterically funny. Both of the leads... Maya Rudolph and um, uh, Kristen Wiig I love Kristen are Wig. incredibly good actresses on top of being extremely funny. Uh, I, I mean, was I'm... surprised at how much range and, um, you know, how much they got into character and could sell the character, even though I think of them as sketch comics.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kristen Wiig I've loved from Saturday Night Live. I think she's hysterical, and I do want to see that. They say it's the female version of Hangover.
3: My uh, son saw both, and he said Hangover 2. He said this was better. He said, really? This was funnier, and you know, if he had to choose between the two again, he'd go see Bridesmaids.
1: All right. Well, that's good to know. That's from I a 19-year-old see... boy. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing, actually. Because <clears> and you, I you haven't
3: ha- seen I haven't seen a Hangover 2, so I couldn't uh, say I. that. But I thought I thought Bridesmaids was really funny.
1: And, and you know, that, that takes some some guts of your 19-year-old son to say he liked Bridesmaids over Hangover, because that's you know that's a little peer pressure. How can you like Bridesmaids instead of Hangover? You know, so, uh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Alright, a couple of DVDs. Uh, this is interesting, Bob. I don't know if you're gonna remember the, th- this is really an old one. This stars Boris Karloff and Jack Nicholson, uh, in HD in the film classic The Terror. Do you in any way remember this? No. It was a Roger Corman film. Who made of course all those... it was. <laughs> yes, of course it was. Right, and it takes place in the 18th century uh, with uh, Jack Nicholson, who probably was in his first or so, who knows what what you know movie that was. And uh, so it's Roger Corman, The Terror. You can sit, get that now in HD, and those are fun films actually to watch. And Boris Karloff, of course, was great. Uh, also available now is Fiddler on the Roof, a 40th anniversary of Fiddler on the Roof, which was just a terrific film and some some of the best music probably ever made in a, um, a movie musical and that one is available on DVD as well on Blu-ray. Uh, you also have, let's see, uh, Blue Crush 2. Haven't seen this one yet. Um, just so anxious after Blue Crush 1, you know, Bob, that it's important to see Blue Crush 2 but that's out of Universal uh, Home Entertainment and it's the sequel to the uh, the first film and that's available now on, uh, D. oh, actually it's a June 7th so it'll be available to you next week. Um, also, when we come back, Going to talk a little gaming. I got to talk about solar energy. I just flipped the switch on my solar powered house that I have to talk to you about that. And we're going to do a buy of the week when we come back. So lots more ahead. Uh, Bob Lobitis, Dr. Mack, and myself. Be with you another half an hour. Do not go away. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. They tell us we are the worldwide leader in internet talk. Don't go away. We will be right back at you.
6: Could your business
7: use $10,000 to a half million dollars in cash flow to grow faster? Do you need money for things like purchasing inventory or advertising your business? If you do, call AmeriMerchant. AmeriMerchant offers a variety of working capital programs for your business. While banks have tightened up their criteria to give money to small businesses, AmeriMerchant is providing working capital to all types of businesses every day. They even have special programs that allow your business to purchase inventory or advertise with no money up front grow your business today with up to a half million dollars in new cash flow in as little as seven days only from a merchant call us right now for a free quote 800-430-7570 800-430-7570 call us 24 hours a day for a free quote 800-430-7570, 800-430-7570. Eight hundred four three zero seventy five seventy eight hundred four three zero seven five seven zero.